10 days into 2022, and the election news is about to heat up dramatically. Later this week, candidates can start passing around petitions for signatures to get on the ballot for this year. So expect a lot of campaign announcements in the days ahead. One of those came today. And it was not a surprise. State Representative Tim Butler announced he will seek another term in the Illinois House. He'll be running in the newly drawn 95th District. He joins us live this afternoon to talk more about his upcoming campaign. Representative, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Welcome back. Jim, I always appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for having me on. Well, you are going to run in the new 95th. Tell us how that district differs from your current legislative district. Absolutely. The current district uh, that I'm in, the 87th district, goes from the north end of Springfield, takes in Sherman and Williamsville, and goes north through Menard and Tazewell counties, or Menard and Logan counties through Tazewell County, all the way to Pekin. Um, the new district that I was drawn into, the 95th district, uh, contains much more of the city of Springfield, north side, west side, south side, gets the university, uh, gets Chatham, um, all of Rochester, then goes down into Christian County, gets Places like uh, Kincaid, Bullpit, Edinburgh, Stonington, and then goes a little arm up into Macon County to get the beautiful community of Booty in Macon County. So uh, much uh, a little little different than I have today, but certainly familiar territory for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I know you have not represented a lot of that territory previously, but certainly you're known to folks down there. Do you anticipate any challenges in getting acquainted with uh, the constituents in that newly drawn 95th district and uh, making the case to them that you're the right representative for them? Well, you know, luckily for me, it's, it's an area that I, I know very well. Certainly the, the areas in Sangamon County that I don't represent currently, I, I, I know a ton of folks there. The city of Springfield, I live in Springfield, so there's there's probably a, a lot of people that uh, think I'm their representative today that, <laughs> that don't real, realize I'm actually going to be the representative uh, hopefully in, in a year from now. And then, you know, uh, Christian County, my, my wife has family uh, in Christian County. I, I worked for Congressman Davis for a couple of years, so it's a it's an area that I know very well. And Macon County is an area that uh, I know very well from both from my time working for uh, Congressman Davis and Congressman Ray LaHood. So it's it's an area that's very familiar to me. Uh, I know a lot of people and have a lot of good connections, but certainly we'll be uh, beating the bushes to meet new folks and get out there and, and do what we need to do when, uh, when we're campaigning. Now, I know you like your job as a state representative, but it's also been pretty evident that you have found it pretty frustrating in recent years, being in the super minority, uh, having uh, the Democratic majority kind of run the table and do things their own way without much regard for what you and your GOP colleagues uh, would like to accomplish there. So I guess I have to ask, uh, why, why are you seeking another term? when I know it has felt at times like you're beating your head against a wall trying to get anything done in the General Assembly? You know, Jim, I think I think the first reason is, I mean, I mean, obviously you get elected to these jobs to vote on the issues before you, and that's that's the most important thing that you do. But really, you know, you, you do get to help communities um, that you serve, whether you're in the majority or the minority. I look at the good work that we did on the Capitol bill, and, and I've been able to, to, you know, help some of our communities that I represent because of uh, capital money. I look at the, the problems that we've had with, with the FOID card or with, with Illinois Department of Employment Security and helping people navigate, you know, the Byzantine layers of government to try to get their issues solved. I mean, that's such a rewarding part of the job because because you actually do get to make an impact on your community. And for me, that's that's the great part about the job. I mean, I, I don't like being in the minority. I wish we were in the majority. But, you know, I'm going to continue to 
to help people and, and do do the right thing when it comes to constituent service and helping the communities that I represent. Talking with State Representative Tim Butler, he has announced today that he will seek another term in the Illinois House, running in the new 95th District with portions of Sangamon, Christian, and Macon counties. And Representative, you made the announcement in an online video posted today. In there, you uh, talked about some of the things you would like to accomplish in the General Assembly, you and your GOP colleagues. One of them is to rein in property taxes. What's your strategy for doing that? Well, I think one of the avenues that, that we have to go down for property taxes is looking at the multiple levels of government that we have in Illinois. I'm proud to have sponsored legislation that eliminated the Sangamon County Township Collector's offices at the beginning of this year. And that's that's the little steps that we need to take to eliminate levels of government, duplicative levels of government, that can make a difference on people's property taxes. I think beyond that, I mean, we've we you know, this is this is an issue before the General Assembly Every election, uh, people from downstate, people from the suburbs, people from the city of Chicago talk about their property taxes. And we need to have, you know, we had a we had a commission a few years ago that really didn't go anywhere. We need to have a wholesale discussion on how we how we fund things in the state of Illinois. Certainly, when I look at my property tax bill, the the largest um, you know entity that I pay property taxes to by far is is District 186. And you know, are we doing all we can on the state level? to provide those resources to our school. That, that gets into a whole lot of other questions about how we fund government and things like that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult question to, to, to answer on how we're going to exactly do it. I think we've got to chip away at some small things, like I said, on some of these offices that we can consolidate. But I think overall, we've got to come together, both Republicans and Democrats, and put our heads together finally and solve this issue because it really is, it's, it's the number one issue for so many people when you talk to them is, is what they pay in taxes. And it's it's far past time that we've actually done something on it. You touched about uh, touched on something else that's going to be a big issue here in 2022, and that's uh, to ensure we have safe communities. Uh, crime is going to be, I think, one of the dominant issues in uh, statewide and local legislative races in this coming year. Uh, any thoughts on what uh, the legislature needs to do to move in that direction? Well, I think first of all, we need to we need to do better in embracing public safety and embracing our law enforcement. In fact, uh, you know, when our law enforcement sees their public officials, their elected officials denigrating them, I don't think that's the right the right thing to do. We need to make sure that we're keeping good cops here in Illinois. And I've talked to way too many members of law enforcement that are moving out of Illinois. I think we need to we need to do better to give them the resources to help out with us. I think we need to provide resources for programs, and this is where I differ with some of my Republican colleagues on some of these violence interruption programs that are on the streets doing doing good work in these neighborhoods, trying to prevent murders and things like that. I think I think it has to be a multi-pronged approach. I, you know, I've had I live on the North End. I've had multiple murders around my neighborhood over the last year and a half, and that's you know that's an unsettling thing for a lot of people. We need to do much better. But I think at the end of the day, as elected officials, we need to embrace law enforcement. We know there's some issues with some cops, but, you know, we need to embrace them and making sure they have the resources they can do and, and not run them out of the state, honestly. Well, and let me ask you about that, though, because, you know, when I hear the discussion about police reform, it's essentially saying the same thing you're saying is that we're not going after every police officer. We're not saying every police officer is bad. We're saying there are some cops uh, that have crossed a line and we need to make sure we're taking the steps to catch them, to stop them, to get them out of the profession. How, how is what the, the Democratic majority in their push for police reform saying different than 
what you just said? Well, certainly, I think some of the things that were that were contained in the Safety Act are, are things that that went too far, and I think that's where you really saw. I mean, since that was enacted, I've talked to multiple folks in law enforcement, uh, sheriffs, police chiefs, and so on, who've had who've had officers leave the state. For, I think, for, for, I think give me an example one, of what you're talking about. Yeah, so I was talking to a sheriff. I'm not going to say the county. I was talking to a sheriff south of south of Sangamon County that that where the previous sheriff had stepped down and took a job out of state, and he was getting to, ready to leave as the appointed sheriff, and they didn't know who the sheriff was going to be in a county. I think that's that's just one little example of what's happened, and I've hold, I've heard it time and again where where police chiefs are having a hard time hiring. They're having a hard time pe- keeping people uh, employed because they're going. They're either getting out of the profession totally, or they're moving out of state. They're going to places like Missouri or Iowa, uh, where they feel feel a little more welcome. But what I'm asking and is, I, what what was in the bill that's making that happen? What was in the bill that you think is is driving police out of the profession in Illinois? Well, I think it's I think it's overall what's in the bill and where where the Democrats are going and and the way that they way that they viewed law enforcement. I mean, this whole discussion around qualified immunity which I think is something we could very well see this year, is, is something that a lot of cops are, are really having a hard time with on, on qualified immunity. And I think that's, that's the kind of stuff, when they hear that, you know, they're going to they're gonna make their decisions to go elsewhere. You also talk about job creation. Uh, anything specific you would like to accomplish in the coming legislative session or in the next session, if you are reelected, uh, to uh, try to bring more jobs into our area and into the state? Yeah, I think I think we need to make sure that the capital bill that we passed in 2019 is being fully implemented. When I look around Sangamon County and I see the good work that's going on with the 10th Street Rail Project, when I see work on so many public facilities on on the the state police building, on the old state capitol, at the capitol itself, I mean, there's hundreds of millions of dollars that are being invested in our community here that are good-paying union jobs that are that are providing for the community. And then I think beyond that, we have to have a strategy in the state where. It's not just the northeast section of the state that that we're attracting businesses to. I mean, I look at what's happened with Rivian in Bloomington. That's a great example of what we can do downstate to try to attract manufacturing base, especially back to downstate Illinois, and have good-paying jobs. And I think we have to have a good strategy for that across the entire state, um, you know, that, that helps us get good-paying jobs, that keeps people in state, and, and really provides for the, for the communities that we have here to, to make sure that the, that you know, really, a lot of these smaller communities survive. Representative Tim Butler announcing today he is running in the new 95th district. And, Representative, uh, you have a recently appointed Republican colleague, uh, Sandy Hamilton, who was named to replace Mike Murphy in the 99th district. But her home, as I understand it, is within the boundaries of the new 95th. We've tried to get Representative Hamilton on the air and haven't been able to yet. But have you talked to her about uh, the, the upcoming plans? Is, is there any kind of a showdown looming here between you and your brand new colleague? <laughs> Yeah, you know, Sandy. Sandy and I get along really, really well. I, I didn't know her very well before before the appointment, but have gotten to know her over the last the last couple of weeks pretty well. We share an office in the Stratton Building. We sit next to each other on the, the day we were in session last week. I think she's a great addition to the to the House and to the General Assembly. Uh, I fully believe that she does not plan to run for uh, the 95th district. Um, but you know, I don't. I mean, I don't know exactly what she's. What she's, what her plans are long term, but certainly she's going to be a great addition to the the house over the next year. But she told you she doesn't intend to uh, stage a primary challenge I, against I, you. I don't, I don't believe she intends to run in the ninety fifth. That's correct. All right, Representative Tim Butler. Uh, if people want to learn more about your candidacy, where do they go? 
TimButler.org. Check it out. Uh, Rep Tim Butler on Facebook. Um, they, they can certainly find lots of information there. I appreciate it. And we always appreciate your time. Thanks again. Thanks, Jim.